So we ask right now a grace of real interior silence. We have to be quiet to hear God. We have to really give him also our wounds. Our wounds clamor and they scream and we don't realize how noisy they are. Surrender. Surrender the pain to Jesus. Surrender the wounds. He hears us. But now he asks that at Mass we listen and worship. That's where real healing begins, from the voice of God, who is our healer. Okay, with that said, we ask the Holy Spirit to shine in our minds and in our hearts so that if we were distracted, we could hear now what God was speaking in the scriptures, okay? So we have this gospel reading, and Jesus is speaking here, Last Supper. Remember, this is God speaking. Jesus is God. End of story. So God is speaking, and Jesus is the word of the Father. So we're hearing our Father in heaven, our dad, right, speak to us. And the Holy Spirit is the breath. It's like the sound wave that we can actually hear the word that's being communicated. And that's why we have to be silent people inside and hand our wounds over to Jesus. Give them to Jesus is how we give our misery. Hand them over. Yes, Jesus eats with sinners. We're all sinners, but sinners even at table with him have to hand over, hand over their wounds. There was a comment on the YouTube yesterday about Jesus ate with sinners. Yes, he did. And then about how do I hand over? Well, you're with Jesus. Just don't hold it back from him. Give the junk to Jesus. Yes, he eats with sinners, but he's still with sinners. And sinners have something that they need to do. They need to give to God all of themselves still, including what is miserable and sinful, because only God can do something about it. I don't know exactly how to do it. I go to confession, I do penance, but ultimately I can't fix myself. I, I run to Jesus. And so we have to listen. And so he's speaking to us as children right now. And he says something very interesting. He says, um, for the ruler of the world is coming. Who is that ruler? Well, the one who has, because of the fall of Adam and Eve, dominion over the earth, Satan. Okay, so the principal fallen angel. This is like a no joke heavyweight fighter in the ring. This is the real deal, okay? This is a massive angel, a brilliant angel, a powerful angel, okay? But Jesus acknowledging that, right? He's acknowledging the power. He says, for the ruler, the ruler of the world is coming. He's coming, okay? He's coming like a roaring lion. He's not messing around. This is a serious beast. Okay, so he, he acknowledges the truth. For the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me. So he, he acknowledges reality, right? We can't just say, oh, the devil's nothing. No, he is something. He is powerful. In comparison to God, he has no chance. But we have to also acknowledge reality as it is. By ourselves against the devil, we stand no chance. He's massive. Massive. But at the same time, God is speaking, and he is saying, he has no power over me. Okay, Jesus is the vine. So he also teaches, right? It's not just about knowledge. The whole point of teaching 
explaining the faith is to lead people to encounter Jesus authentically and to also understand what it means to live in a right relationship with the God who so loves us. It's not just about knowledge. We're not just an intellect. We're a human person created in the image and likeness of God to live in communion with God. That's the point of this life. So as we come to understand our faith, that's great. It should be exciting, it can be humbling, because we realize, oh, I'm falling short, or oh, I didn't know that was a sin, or I didn't know that was a grave sin, yikes. Okay, so as the truth is, is hitting us in a loving way, it's also bringing the power to set us free so that we can authentically live the call from the beginning, which is to walk in a garden with God. And it's an intimate relationship. Marriage on this earth is to help prepare people for really what? The marriage, the spiritual marriage with God, which is way deeper. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is God. There's the image of God, and then there's God. There's beautiful creation, and then there's beauty itself, God. Right, do you understand? There's the goodness of creation, but then there's God who is goodness itself. And we are called to be in communion with the one who is goodness itself, power itself, beauty itself, the eternal one. Everything else is an image or a likeness, a vestige, but it's not him. And this is where we get confused as humans. We were made to be with God, our will can only go after something good. It's just at times we do that wrong. But we don't go after evil for itself. We're not made for it. We're made for goodness. The problem is good things are created, and then we go after them as if they are what we're made for. And that's where we fall. That's the whole thing. That's what sin is. It's missing the mark of love. We're made to end with God, and that is always, even now. So all of the explaining the faith is meant to help people be formed to understand correctly how to think and how to live out their faith so that they can make a correct decision in their will. So when they choose, it's, it's formed and not just blindly going after what is, looks good or, see, or seems good or feels good but truly to go after what is authentically good at the right time, in the right place, the way God's will has ordained it. That's why saints, I read a saint or a mystic said, once I didn't want anything anymore, meaning I surrendered everything in place of letting God be my all, then God gave me everything. Because he knows that if, if, if a person's going to, like a, a kid, if you give them, let's say, um, a, uh, a big bag of Skittles, like me, who loves Skittles, as a kid, I'm just going to want to eat the whole bag. And I'm going to get sick because I'm just, I can't control myself. But if I get to a point where I'm like, I'm good, I can eat a handful and walk away, then mom and dad will say, well, here's the bag. I trust you with it. You're going to be fine. You're not going to get sick. You're not going to get cavities. 
You know you need to brush your teeth. You're not gonna spoil your appetite for the dinner. You're fine. And I know you're gonna be generous to share it with your brother. You're good. But if you can't control yourself, today I'll give you five Skittles. You have to learn how to discipline yourself to say no, because it's not the right time and right place at times when you choose. And that's what God's doing as a father. But once that person that I read about, saint or mystic, said, once I didn't want anything anymore, meaning I just went like that with my hands, I just want God, God was like, well, here, this is what I've always wanted to give you in the right time, in the right place. And it can almost seem like, why am I being spoiled? Well, he's like, well, God is a father. He's not spoiling you in a bad way. He's just giving you what he always wanted to give you, and now you can handle it. Now it won't wreck you, because you won't be you are formed and healed enough that you won't let it wreck you. You won't make it the dead end, the good things he created. The good things God created, if we make it our end, it's a dead end. There's no way through. Jesus is the way. So what does he say here? He's making very clear but the world must know that I love the Father. So after he says, for the ruler of the world is coming, he has no power over me. Okay, so we know who the vine is that we have to stay attached to. Because if we're with Jesus, the devil's got no power over me because Jesus is with me. Because I'm with Jesus, who is God. But so he, he ends it right there. As if to say, look, he's coming. He has no power over me. But the world must know that I love the Father. This is what it's about. He's coming, roaring lion. He has no power over me. Let's get that clear. You stay with me. The world must know that I love the Father. And if we're listening, we're going to understand we're in the image and likeness of God, that I'm supposed to love my Father. And he says, our Father, like the Father loves him. And he's going to love us the same way, because Jesus is in us. So we have to understand that that's the point that's what the whole point of this life is about. That's why when humans are just bickering and complaining, as I mentioned yesterday, which we contend to do, but we've got to control ourselves. The whining and the, 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 the cutting at people and on social media and, and all of these places just tearing people apart. Mm-mm. Yes, we have to call out if there's crime, sure, yes. We have to defend people who are being hurt, who can't help themselves, of course. And there is punishment for sins and things like that, yes. But we cannot fight evil with evil. That's disgusting. It's not the way of the kingdom. It's not going to heal people to fight them with evil. It's going to make it worse. And I, if I do that, am going to become worse because of it too. So I'm just adding fuel to the fire of evil. That's what I'm doing. Jesus took care of the evil. And he says, remain in me. This is the whole point. So we ask the Blessed Mother to really wrap us in her mantle now.
to really help us to encounter deeply the presence of her son, Jesus Christ, the son of God, to understand the communion that we're made for with God, a deep, personal, intimate relationship with God, but that is also personal and in communion with everybody else. They're going to know us by our love. They'll know Christians by our love. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.